0: I did watch four seasons of um, Shameless during my recovery.
1: It's oh, not bad. That, was, that worked out that okay for
0: awesome. me. Awesome. So, most people
2: get their vasectomies leading up to uh, March Madness so yes. that they can stay home and watch that. You decided to watch lots of Shameless. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a new dad, and I've enlisted my friends Joey and Garrett to help me adjust to fatherhood. This is Dad Jokes.
1: My wife is doing a fitness boot camp, and uh, part of it is changing your eating habits. And so where I would have just eaten just a horribly, horribly, horribly bad for you, but delicious cheesesteak, I instead ate uh, portobello mushrooms, sautéed onions, uh, some sautéed peppers. It was good, but, you know, it wasn't a cheesesteak.
2: All right. So are your kids involved in in this diet, too?
1: Uh... Well, my younger son will eat literally anything, so he's fine. Um, He'll eat anything under the sun, both edible and non-edible.
0: Do goldfish still exist in the cupboard?
1: They're in the house because the kids eat them. We don't eat them, but they're in the house because the yeah. kids eat them. I would find them
0: if I was forced to do this boot camp thing. I would be I... eating goldfish at 11 30 every mm. night.
1: Yeah, I mean, so we're both doing a little bit different of diets that are a little more accustomed to our lives. But uh yeah, you know, so is a good mushroom sandwich. It's uh we're we're I'm 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 achieving my goals. I've lost some weight. I'm taking better care of myself. I feel healthier. Uh I definitely miss a lot of food.
2: <laughs> like maybe
1: cheesesteaks. Like is that definitely- one of them? Uh, right now, it certainly is. Yes,
0: I was listening to a prior uh, podcast last weekend where we talked about um, euros and mm, that's not on the diet. The shakes, uh, shamrock, shamrock shakes. shakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And right after that, I went to Arby's and got a because I'm a pescatarian, so I could only get the curly fries and the jamaica shake. So I lived it mm. up. I lived it up after that episode. Uh, they have a fish sandwich there too nasty have been able to get that. that's nasty
1: I mean I think if we track how much of this podcast has become me talking about food it probably <laughs> coincides to when this diet started
0: well we are trying to get a sponsorship with Arby's so before we get into our podcast tonight we'd like to just give you a word from our sponsor Arby's
1: you know, in this same bit where you asking Arby's for sponsorship, you called their fish sandwich disgusting. <laughs> I'm
2: not
0: very good at this.
2: That's kind of our thing. I mean, we started with the Mission Critical baby carrier.
0: Do you guys, did we ever buy MissionCritic.com? <laughs> if I buy, if I buy it though, can I transfer it to you, or how does that work? After I buy it, what happens?
2: You 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 have it. I don't. But know then what? what? Mean.
0: But I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> Like, what do you want to do with it? I want to create stuff. I want to create an anti-mission-critical website that links to dadjokes.pizza.
2: You know what? You're in luck because our other sponsor is Squarespace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what idea I really liked? No. What idea? Scott sent through an article recently related to... Brosectomy. So I'd like to take a couple minutes here and just really, really dive into it.
2: You are not supposed to like this.
0: <laughs> no, no, I like the idea that I've taken it to.
1: So, okay. so of course, there's going to be a business plan that you have with this. <laughs> but before, can you give us your loose understanding of uh, what a brosectomy is? So we're all coming at this with at least the accurate definition.
0: Um, it's essentially a vasectomy party where guys known as bros. We tend to pick on the bros in this pocket. We gotta be careful. We're we're gonna be limiting our audience here. We're not gonna have any Arby's fans. We're not <laughs> gonna have any bros. Um so basically it's it's guys who go get vasectomies together and it's it's a party. They just they just hang out and recover and I don't know. I don't know. It's supposed to be a luxurious experience.
1: What is it that we have to have a party for everything? Like, here's my suggestion. Get a vasectomy and then quietly go home and sleep on your couch with ice between your legs like everyone has for the history (laughs) of time.
0: Let's start over. This is from The Telegraph in the UK, and it's titled, A Cut Above, The Rise of the Luxury Brosectomy. So Jeb Lopez is 44 and his best friend Rob, they have each paid, or maybe together, I don't know, they've paid $3,200 for a vasectomy party at this clinic. They've taken the day off work, they're sitting in color-coordinated dressing gowns, enjoying a big screen TV, snacks, and a tumbler of whiskey on ice that would be available even during the procedure. And afterwards, they would celebrate with steak and then go home to upload their experience to YouTube. This is the world of the brosectomy. Oh
2: my God. This uh, article includes a 10 minute long video that these guys
0: took. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a whole vlog. That happens.
1: Like, so is this like people's wedding videos where like they get together yeah. on the anniversary of their vasectomy and watch it every year and open champagne? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. And hold on, there's a quote in here somewhere. I'm going to find it about drinking. Um, as far as alcohol for the procedure is concerned, first of all, no one would ever drive home. We Uber them home if their spouse doesn't come down. And of course, not everyone drinks, but certainly... When you get a couple of guys together, having a couple drinks is part of the ambience that they want. Cheers to that, bros.
1: Oh, my God. I don't want to say that this is what makes me feel like society has reached critical mass, but <laughs> I'm not feeling good.
2: <laughs> I've got two tattoos, and I was not allowed to to, be, uh, to drink before this yeah. uh, and get drunk. But somehow these guys are able to get shit-faced um, on, on whiskey and you
1: know, get a vasectomy. I mean, what's the thought? Like, it's your balls, so you do you?
0: All right, no, we're, we're getting a little personal here. Scott, you have not had a vasectomy. Joey?
1: I have not. No. You have not. No, uh, have you?
0: Are there any? I, I have. I have. Oh! I did not have okay. a brosectomy. I went in very traditional, as I would, and uh, had the procedure done.
1: So tell us about your recovery versus the, uh, the brosectomy recovery.
0: Or if you want to just uh, give us the link to the YouTube video that you took. (laughs) I went in alone. My wife did not go with me, first of all. No one went with me. I went alone. I did not. This was not a party for me. Um, It was humiliating at best um, because there's just like these nurses and doctors, I think, forget that you're a human with like feelings. So the things that they do and request of you in moments like this are really i don't know like strip strip naked and then they just like take the little razor blade and they don't even like put any shaving cream or anything on there it's just like they just scrape away what they need and um then the doctor was like talking to me the whole time making small talk it i I can't even remember what he was saying because i was like really trying to focus on the fact that he was not inside of my scrotum doing things <laughs> and he was like oh look at that truck out there I was gonna ask if you were making a delivery <laughs> and I was like dude you have to- I know you've done this like a million times but this doesn't make it any better um
2: that was like that's like a that's like a pediatrician uh a pediatrician technique like oh look at the truck out there
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah you yeah. see the truck do you see it
1: I mean Garrett, let me ask you, because you have made the vasectomy, which, which admittedly, neither Scott and I are party to, uh, you've made it sound like a really horrible experience. Would you have preferred to have done a brosectomy with hindsight being what it is?
0: Would it be covered by insurance?
1: Uh, probably not.
0: Then no. This is not something to celebrate. Okay, this is like oh a medical procedure that you go home, you lay in bed, and you put frozen peas on your nutsack for two days, and then you walk around feeling like you got kicked in the balls for four weeks. This is not. There is not a steak. I don't even eat meat. What would they have for me? What would they have for me?
1: A nice piece of like salmon. a
0: falafel. You know, there's not enough falafel in the world that could make me enjoy a vasectomy.
2: What if it was less of a um, a thing to celebrate and more of of like a um, maybe maybe we hold like a wake. Before,
1: so we celebrate that we're doing weird things to your scrotum. Not again, we, of course. I mean, medical professionals. Oh my god,
0: I have coworkers that listen to this. <laughs> we're talking about my scrot. <laughs> but I did, I did, I did fully recover. Everything is good. I'd like to, I'd like to report back. I heard that the uh, the number one cause of failure in a vasectomy is that you don't get tested, or you know, you don't go get your count done three months later that's when people go wrong because they can't actually script the vasectomy, especially if they're talking about trucks in the parking lot while they're tugging and pulling and cutting and snipping, etc. So mistakes can be made. Um, and I'm happy to report that there were no mistakes made on mine.
1: Thank you. Well, that's good. Thank. You. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I, there is one of these in my future, and I know that. You don't know when. Um, and I got to tell you, Like my thought process is like every other aspect of my life. I want this to be as unceremonious as possible. Like I just want to quietly go into a doctor's office, not be spoken to, and uh, you know, and like 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 most interactions with me, I would prefer a Spartan, simple lifestyle. (laughs) Oh well, I don't want someone to talk to me about trucks. You'll be I don't want that.
0: Slightly humiliated all. as they do their thing to your thing.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure. I would imagine that uh, a vasectomy is in my future at some point, um, similar to you, Joey. It's probably, you know, a ways off. Um, I don't really love this idea of of the brosectomy. <laughs>
0: what is it? What is it that, that isn't working for you?
2: Scott? Uh, the other people. Very specifically, to the other people. <laughs> I wouldn't even mind. You know what? If if uh, if for my vasectomy, I were to go and you know sit down in like a comfy leather chair, um, watch TV for a bit, eat some snacks, drink some whiskey, um, have the procedure done, and then go out and get a steak afterwards alone. Mm-hmm. That sounds fine. That sounds really nice, um, or isn't you know as nice as, as it can be, um, if you know somebody's.
0: Well, yeah, your junk is all bandaged up. You're not you. gonna. You're not gonna want to go sit in an Arby's restaurant after that. A
2: st- I said a steak, <laughs> not not a steak. And I'm using uh, finger quotes here <laughs> around steak. <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, summer's winding down, guys. Has anyone gone on any road trips?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit nervous about this. We're uh, gonna take a trip. Sometime around Labor Day, uh, up to Michigan.
1: How many? How many hours is that?
2: So we usually we we take the dogs with us most times, uh, and so we have to stop pretty frequently. Um, but it's it usually takes us
0: around nine hours or so.
1: Okay, Garrett, what do you think? Double that.
0: <laughs> uh, actually, I, I had a little conversation with Sarah last week about this. Like it takes nine, you're going to want to plan for like twelve. You know, maybe, but you're already well-prepared with the dog, so maybe it won't be. Maybe it won't be that bad. Maybe just like an extra hour and a half, mainly for feedings and um, that one major blowout that's going to add about 20 minutes to your trip.
1: Yeah, presuming you can find a bathroom Yeah. nearby. Ugh. Um, we just had that major blowout. It's going to be great. We have not had a diaper blowout on my older son in close to five months. And we were driving back from northern Michigan. And of course, like clockwork, diaper blowout. He ate his dinner in a big boy sitting in a diaper, which evidently was not the only person in big boy doing that.
0: <laughs> I told, I asked Sarah to get a uh, before picture of the car, like when you have it all loaded up and it's all nicely organized. <laughs> and then when you get to Michigan, take an after
1: picture.
2: Sounds like a great idea
1: that
0: I'm going to completely forget about by the
2: time we somehow somehow make it there. I'm going to remind you. Your
1: car is going to look like a crime scene when you get there. Now, are you taking the dogs, too? Uh,
2: I don't remember where we landed on that. I think we were talking about maybe not doing that. But the problem is just that it's kind of a long trip. And uh, we've already kind of exhausted a lot of our favors with friends that will watch uh, the dogs here. So... We might actually need to take them. Um, That'll be interesting because, you know, frequently what happens is we'll make a stop and then one of us will go in to, you know, use the bathroom, buy a coffee or whatever, uh, and the other one will walk the dogs around, try to let them, you know, go to the bathroom or something. Um, We're going to have to figure some other way of handling that with, you know, a baby in the
0: mix. Oh, man. That's going to be... I can't wait to hear about it. I remember after one of our first road trips posting a comment on Facebook about how ridiculous it was that not every single men's restroom have a changing table. Has a changing table. And I will be be curious if two years later, I think it's been, you know, I haven't done a road trip in, well, has it been two years? Feels like it. It's been about eight months. It's probably not. But I'll be curious if your route you find a changing station in every men's restroom. Please report.
2: Yeah, I don't, I, that'd make me super angry. I thought that that's kind of a thing that, that people have to do nowadays. Um, you would think. I think maybe what I'll do then is if I don't find one, I might uh, bring him out and just like passive aggressively change him like on a dining table. I've done it before. <laughs> while staring at the staff.
1: Are you guys planning on doing it um, – are you stopping in between or are you planning on doing it as one fell swoop or oh, – All in one shot. You, we've
2: never stopped okay. for this trip. I'm not going to start doing that now.
1: What do you guys typically do for food? Do you do uh, Arby's, for example? <laughs> <laughs>
2: we've, we've done Arby's a number of times, yeah. It's pretty much the only time we ever do fast food actually.
1: Yeah, I would say that like – We are at the point now where we try to find somewhere we can sit down, so whether it's a big boy or a Cracker Barrel or somewhere, because as the children get older and you take these road trips, um, the change of scenery, even though it's still sitting, is monumentally helpful, um, and it's worth the 30-minute delay that you're going to take, I find.
2: Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Because I would have thought we've already had th- these kinds of things happen before where, you know, we very rarely stop uh, for, for mm-hmm. that long. And, you know, sometimes it's because we have the dogs and we can't just, you know, pop into a cracker barrel with the dogs. But, um, yeah, that, that idea of taking any more time than we need to when we stop sounds bad usually because we're trying to, you know, get it done as quickly as possible. And I kind of assumed that this would be the same uh, the same case here. But that that's interesting.
1: It used to be like that. I mean, I'll tell you that in, in when it just was us traveling, it was, we stopped for nothing. Um, and then we took a road trip when my wife was pregnant and her doctor said she had to stop every hour to get out of the car. And I'm just like, uh, doc, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> like, no. And so that was an exercise in patience. And then as the kids get older, like it's just now to the point where like, yeah, is it is a less stressful experience to go into a Cracker Barrel or to go into a Subway and sit down or to find a Panera and just like eat at a table. That is way less stressful than trying to corral two kids eating in the back of the car.
2: <laughs> so are are there any chains um, or, you know, any restaurant brands that are, that you found are a little bit better or more friendly toward uh, having a newborn? Culver's. Actually,
1: yeah, Culver's is great.
0: That was our go-to. Culver's is great. Um, we did Subway a lot. Yeah, they're not we did Subway a lot. They're, they're t- I, the problem
1: with Subway is the, the mechanism for ordering food and picking vegetables, it's hard to get... But in a car seat... It's hard seat, to stand still that But long. in
0: a car seat, like... Yeah, I guess... But the problem with Subway is um they're not typically known for their cleanliness, like in their yeah. in their bathrooms or something. Oh hey, uh here's a word from our next sponsor. Subway, <laughs> eat fresh.
2: I feel like at this point this uh this podcast is like a like a NASCAR car. Just a few too many sponsors.
1: You know, one place that is super, super, super kid friendly. Um, and just, a a good alternative to pretty much every other option is a Bob Evans. Hmm. And I've, I eat it maybe like a Bob Evans every four years, but I can tell you that a Bob Evans, the service is quick. The food is pancakes. So everyone's happy. And, uh, yeah, Bob Evans hit the spot and works really well and is very kid friendly because it's usually full of, uh, 85-year-old people who want to talk to you about your kid.
2: Oh, but that sounds terrible. That that I was with yeah. you up until that moment.
1: It <laughs> doesn't sound very
0: relaxing. Yeah.
1: I mean, it didn't bother me. But I like old people. They're full of wisdom and stories.
0: I mean, that's true, but you don't need that on a 9-hour car ride. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, then if if you don't want old people talking to you, you need to cross off Bob Evans and Denny's right away.
2: (laughs) Or high people talking to you. Oh, that's true.
1: No, high people usually don't come near babies.